Welcome back to Reddit Stories. I'm Shane, and today's episode is going to have some very silly stories, uh, some amazing ones, and some amazing people. Overall, very wholesome. And uh, with me today are two pretty silly people. Uh, Tommy and Angela, what are you looking at? Hey. Oh. Wholesome. Wholesome? Us? Us? The secret demons? <laughs> the secret demons? Cats out of the bag. We're secret demons. It's going to be a good episode. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I mean, I'm fine. I'm Just, great. I'm having the time of my life right now. <laughs> and Angela? Fine. <laughs> Aww. Oh, no. Um, well, let's hop right into this. Okay. Okay. Today I fucked up by peeing my pants in front of my date. I love that. Yeah. One of my worst fears. Really? Consistently throughout my life, I'm just always like, what if I pee my pants? Have you ever? Bro, have you ever peed your pants I before? I haven't. But I'm just always, I'm always like, but today's the day. Have you peed your pants? Uh, yeah. A little. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've done like a little leak. I've peed my pants the full way. <laughs> Start to finish. To finish. <laughs> full to empty. <laughs> and I was wearing shorts. We'll get to that later. Let's hop into the story. Let's see this and then we'll, we'll come back. Embarrassing as heck, guys. I feel disgusted. I reel. Today I fucked up on all levels. I, a 23-year-old man, have liked this girl, who's 23, for around three years now. We are in the same university classes and even during the pandemic when I barely saw her, I was still crushing on her. I asked her out last week and was over the moon when she agreed. Today we met up in a nearby restaurant and that's where this all started. I have this condition called pararesis, um, shy bladder syndrome, uh, where I oh. just am not physically able to pee if other people are around in public bathrooms. Even if I really have to go, I just can't. So because of my nerves and because of how hot it is and the amount of water I stupidly drank, I ended up going to the bathroom several times, but of course, couldn't pee. Then she told me that if I was not feeling okay, it would be totally fine to go home. I agreed and apologized to her. She ended up paying the bill. It's so sweet, but damn, I really have to pay her back. And we got out. It was somewhere in the parking lot where it happened. I just could not hold it back. I just stood there traumatized. I did not know this girl well enough, but I was prepared to get ridiculed. She first went, oh my God, are you okay? And then started stroking my back and took off her jacket and put it around me. She told me it could happen to anyone and I should come to her place, which was a two minute walk where I could shower. I agreed to it because I felt like a disgusting mess. We went to her place, we went to her place, and well, it actually, it turned out to be an amazing day. I showered, we watched some cartoons till my clothes were dry, talked about life and deep shit, and she got us ice cream. I know she was trying to make me feel better, and I love her for that, but still, I was dying inside. I left just an hour ago because she works in the evening. I was at the door when she hugged me and said it was a good day and to repeat it again soon. This was embarrassing as heck, but for the first time in my life, I was not mocked or ridiculed. Even my parents would laugh at me. I feel like I hit the jackpot now, and it kind of feels surreal that she was so damn sweet and reacted this way. Like, wow, how could she be this amazing? How could she like me? I bet she doesn't and just didn't want to make it worse for me today. That's yeah. probably it. Anyhow, that's how uh, today I fucked up. I guess now I really have to step up my game and to make things right with her. Uh, wow. Pretty wow. sweet. 
I love how uh, a person was extremely kind to him. He's like, man, she probably just feels sorry for me. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid and she probably, sad. I pissed my pants. She actually probably hates me. I pissed my pants. Yeah. It's like, no, it's a, she's kind. Also, you and I gave each other a look, and let's yeah. talk about it. They watch cartoons. They had they, ice cream. They fuck. Hot take, I think if I saw my date piss themselves, I'd ignore it. I'd be like I don't know if you can fully ignore it if it's a full Well it depends. Is he is he going like, okay, I'm gonna go now, all right, I'll, or, or is he like if if <laughs> if I don't see anything but like a little like, oh, like a little visual he pissed himself, yeah. I'd be like, so good to see you, I'll talk to you later. And I would just get out of there so he could just deal with it. I, I'm getting the sense he probably like Said communicated something. as it was happening. Yeah. Oh, I'm pissing I, my pants. He's probably, he was probably like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I, I'm having an accident. Like, I, I, that's what I'm yeah. picturing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anytime someone has an embarrassing moment, I'm like, it'll be better for them if I don't clock it. That's interesting. I try to do that. It's a I, weird compassion, like fight or flight that comes in for some reason. I try to do it as well, because I think that's what I would want. Yeah, but I then, think I put myself and I'm like, I would want people to not know. Yeah, but what she did was the best. What about like something in your teeth though? Oh, that's different. See, yeah. I don't know, depends on the person. Sometimes I don't want them, I feel I, inherently like I'm embarrassing them by calling it out. But I know it's more embarrassing if it's still there. If I have a big chunk of broccoli in my mouth. I will tell you, you. I'll tell you. I, I don't mind, that's different. Like yeah. a, a booger or a, or something, yeah. but like something big, right? Mm. Like, or or just like, I don't know, if something someone's going through something and I, I get the sense that I'm like, hey, if, if they knew or thought nobody saw it or acknowledged it, they would feel better. I, then I try to just be like, all right, I didn't see anything. Yeah. But sometimes like this, there's not much you can do. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're That's, on a date. Yeah. But she she was so sweet. And I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I also think there's something to be said whenever something goes wrong on a date of like, it kind of makes it a vulnerable moment. I don't think anyone wants this type of vulnerable yeah. moment, but when things go wrong on a date, yeah. sometimes it's, it's yeah. like the best thing. No, for sure. It's like the season of the meat cute ever since then. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. um, we have some comments here. Oh. A lot of people vomit on their date on the first date, pee the bed after a hookup, etc., and end up marrying that person. Mm. It sounds like she was really sweet about it. I don't think you actually fucked up. Just something to laugh about later. OP responded, thanks so much. Really appreciate this. Yeah, let me, I think he didn't fuck up. He oh. was just, he was in a situation where this was going to happen. People get married after a piss? I got to start I gotta start pissing around. Pissing. You got to start pissing around. <laughs> Start pissing around. I gotta start. I gotta start vomiting on dates. <laughs> on dates. <laughs> I gotta start vomiting. before we get this started. <laughs> I find you really attractive. <laughs> and they come up there like, why did you both throw up? It's like we're at Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. Uh, someone else said, well, now you can stop worrying about what happened in the past. The past is gone. Now stop staring. Uh, now stop staring at it. Look forward, because you've got a keeper who is happy being around you and understands you. All you got to do is stop being nervous around her and be yourself. You'll be good, buddy. OP responds, thanks a lot, dude. I'm still nervous as heck also because of what happened, but we will see how things go. I hope it works out, but I'm not trying to keep my hopes high. I think that's smart. Uh, someone else said, you don't need to step up your game. She seems to accept you as you are. Mm -hmm. Just keep being yourself. That's probably why you got that far in the first place. And I mean, look, like, with any... With anything on a date, uh, that the, any any of our insecurities, I feel like on first dates we try to like 
hide them mm -hmm. or pretend, or there's a tendency to, mm -hmm. but it's like, hey, if, if you really want to be with this person, they're going to have to know about it eventually. Yeah. And the for your own happiness in that relationship, you want to be with someone who's going to accept it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this guy knows right off the bat that she's not judging him for it. Yeah. yeah. So. It's kind of like, I feel like we're not even judging someone's insecurities on a date. You're actually seeing how someone handles their insecurities on a date. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. <gasps> Does that make sense? Whoa. It's like not what you're insecure of, it's True. you pushing past it and like wanting to, but that's hard and that's gross. That's really tough. And that's gross. <laughs> and that's, that's what you were gonna say. That's frankly really and fucking gross. that's gross. gross. <laughs> awesome. When, when did you pee your pants? What, yeah. What, what, of, of, of what can you tell I us? I thought we were going to move past We can, <laughs> we're allowed no, no, to move no, no, past no, no, no. I had my I had my like bladder urethra situation. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. like part of the lore now. Um, and real, um, and so, but I, I worked at this pizza place that was a hellish nightmare hellscape, um, and uh, I had to pee really bad, but I was also like, get me the fuck out of here! I was like, I wanna go home! And I lived literally like a ooh, ooh, ooh. So I, I was like, I can make it, I can do it. And so I like got in my car and I was like, oh, oh no! And so oh. basically what happened was I got up to my door. It was an outdoor door. Uh, to my, not a dorm, but like, you know, an apartment that's college adjacent, right? And I couldn't get the key in. And then I, I started going, I can't get the key in. I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> and I, I was like, laugh. it was you talking about the key. <laughs> What's making me laugh is is that the Halloween theme is playing in my head <laughs> as, if, as if Michael Myers is walking oh towards my. you and you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, and then Michael Myers is like, oh. <laughs> no, he's like, you wanna come home? I live two, <laughs> Do I, wanna, I live two blocks away. You wanna shower? Yeah. I got ice cream and movies. <laughs> I fucked Michael Myers. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Update. <gasps> are they together? Are they married? He never pissed again. Guys, a few minutes ago, she texted me that she is at work and asked me how I am doing. Then she says, for the next date, let's go somewhere in nature or to a quiet place or whatever place is comfortable to me. She asked when I was free and I was seriously shaking. This is absolutely the best thing ever. Is this even really happening? There is some chance out there for her to be my girlfriend and it's surreal. That's so sweet. Final update. <laughs> Thank you. Our second date is set now and I know for sure I won't ruin it. This girl is more than amazing, but so are you guys. Thanks a lot for all your kind, positive, and heartwarming comments. I'll make sure to show it to her. I can't believe this is happening and we are going out again. Thanks to all of you and have a very, very great day. Totally forgot to say, but some people asked, so I'll mention it here too. She knows about the uh, pararesis. Uh, I told her when I was at her place. She proceeded to look up more info about it and how it can be treated and was super supportive. She's totally the best. Never give up. Someone will accept and love you for who you are. You're gonna make me piss out of my eyes. Aww, our, <laughs> 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 our director Emily was on the fetal position on the floor. Aww. That was really sweet. What a sweet thing. I know. Yeah, that's fresh. It's a great one. That's it's a great fresh. one to start with. Also, wait a little bit longer for an update. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just like secret oh. demons. <laughs> I'm like, I want some. I'm like, how'd the eighth date go? Yeah. 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 Stop pissing all the information away. You know? there hold, hold on to it. Yeah. A Will you hold it? <laughs> Can you hold? Can you hold it? Okay, next story. Yes. Am I the asshole for not being mad at my daughter and thinking she's actually pretty funny? 
<laughs> Let's go. So here we go. This is such a ridiculous situation that I feel like an asshole just for posting, but my wife is legitimately peeved. So Reddit, tell me if I'm too blinded by amusement to see clearly or if this is objectively funny and not worth punishing our kid about. Uh, it's a 43-year-old man. Uh, my dad, who's 64, used to love taking us on adventures as kids, but he slowed down recently. He still loves spending time with my daughter, who's 12. Okay, so dad decided to introduce daughter to his favorite childhood shows, and for whatever reason, she loves them. Star Trek, Bonanza, The Andy Griffiths Show, all of it. She's hooked. She thinks it's all fantastic. Okay, fun fact about my daughter. She loves Googling fun facts. Her favorite phrase is, did you know? Like, we'll drive past a sign saying we're X miles from some location, and she whips out that phone and is like, did you know X location is the salamander capital of the world? It's really cute and annoying at the same time. <laughs> so last week, she comes downstairs and says, did you know ABC made Burt Ward take pills to shrink his penis? <laughs> totally deadpan. Didn't even crack. When I tell you, I wheezed. She showed me, she showed me the article, and yep, they did. The 60s, what a time. <laughs> Wife was mad. She told daughter to never use that word or we were going to wash her mouth out with soap. Whoa. An empty threat. Daughter pouted and went about her day. Next day, she told my dad, who didn't believe her at first, and then absolutely lost it when he read the article she pulled up. I can't remember the last time I saw him laugh that hard. Wife came out, heard what the commotion was about, and told daughter if she brought it up again, she would be in big trouble. Well, today, one of my wife's friends called while the girls were having a, a play date, and you'll never guess what my daughter did. You'll never guess in a million years. Go on, guess. Yeah, she told the story to her little friend, who also thought it was hilarious. Her friend's mother did not. Wife is furious now and says we need to come up with a punishment. I don't want to punish her. I think if we stop making a big deal about it, she'll get bored of it eventually. Wife's argument is that she's doing it for attention. Duh, she's 12. But she's going to learn about this stuff in health class soon anyway. Might as well get the giggles out of her system now. So am I the asshole for not supporting my wife and dragging my heels on punishing our daughter? Wife says even if I'm right, we at least need to punish her for disobeying us. I say the harder we come down, the more she will push back. That is pretty funny. Also, wow, did you guys know that they made Burt Ward take yeah. pills to shrink his penis? Why did... Why I, I, I have to look up this article now. Pulling up this info just because we need it. Yeah. Burt Ward is an actor who played Robin, the sidekick of Adam West's Batman in the television series Batman. No. And oh. is its theatrical feature film. Uh, according to Ward, his bulge was considered so big that ABC, the network that aired the show, considered taking action in an attempt to change that. The studio sent him to see a doctor who prescribed a medication that Bird said would shrink me up. Ward also added that his co-star, the late Adam West, had a different problem with his bulge. He needed to go the other direction. No! <laughs> with Adam, they put Turkish towels in his undershorts. Can uh, I Google something really quick? What do you want to Google? An image. <laughs> Guys, we got to see. We have to see the bulges. <laughs> That's fine. The, the, the issue, I bet you... That's I fine. bet you, I bet you this. I bet if we saw images, we'd be like, what? Because it's the 60s and right. like. I was expecting like a, <laughs> like a, <laughs> right. moment, and it's just like, pants. Yeah. But it's the 60s. Okay, um, but it's, this is layered. This is but a 12-year-old. But it's a fascinating, fascinating stuff. Yeah, yeah that the 12-year-old did this, and the mom is mortified. I think if they, 
it's a tough thing, and I'm not a parent, so yeah. I can't. But I can remember when I was 12. The problem is when yeah. you when you give a huge reaction to information, it's like, what I just said was crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna tell other people because this is yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on, I got the scoop. I'm gonna yeah. tell my friends because this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, apparently this is crazy. If their reaction was, oh, cool. She may not have told anyone. Maybe. That is interesting. But you also don't want to punish a kid's curiosity. Right. Hey, that's important like they're, too. Like they're learning shit. And this isn't like some awful thing. It's, it's a real thing that happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The dad can always go the Tombo route, who's my dad, uh, which is where Tombo. they still, Tombo? Uh, they still punish the kid, but then the dad comes like around later and is like, so, so listen up. That's so what Ray, that my dad, would do. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that was kind of funny. Just like, don't let the parents of your friends hear that. My yeah. dad would always do that with my mom. He'd be like, listen, she's just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, did your parents put you in the middle of them too? Well, never in the middle. He always just was just like, I got to do this for your mother. Like, understand that I'm just the so cool you know, guy. I'm not the bad guy. I'm yeah. not the bad guy. That was freaking. This hilarious. wasn't my call. <laughs> and I will talk about men in the media making their dicks smaller or bigger as much as you want because it's funny. But your mother doesn't like it. <laughs> I, because I feel conflicted because I also feel it's very important for the parents to like be in sync. Yeah. Because this is not great because it comes across like he's. Kind of like going like, ah, sure, yeah. she's crazy, but whatever. I, I think in the in the name of humor, like I remember like finding things when I was younger that my dad and I both laughed at was like it's a, so a together moment. It's so huge. Like, yeah, because usually it's like that's, yeah, usually it's hard to both giggle at the same thing because one's an old, it's completely different ages. Yeah, I think there's down. also a, a, a little middle ground here of like, that her telling them that that fact be like that's a crazy fact mm -hmm. don't but don't share that fact with other people that that's a very sensitive fact that's very um you know private information that yeah. might make people uncomfortable if you tell them and then if she went and told other people then it's like hey we're not punishing you because of that fact we're punishing you because we told you right. yeah. something and you didn't listen to us yeah um, but also, if I'm a 12-year-old girl and I make my dad wheeze laughing from something oh, I just said, it's you over. better believe I'm doing it again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, some comments here. I did the same thing when I was 12, LOL, and it's not being used in an insulting or joking way. It's being used in a factual context. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. OP responded, yeah, to me, the fact that she's using the medically accurate term and telling a true story that, I guess, is somewhat historically relevant sort of gives her plausible deniability. Like, if she was just yelling, penis, penis, for no reason, which when we were kids, my brother used to do that all the time, but he was four, that would be different. But in this context, eh? Uh, someone said, to middle school kids, dick jokes are the funniest. Not even jokes, just the word or anything related. Source, middle school teacher who is often cleaning desks to remove drawings of penises and D's nuts written on them. I've learned to just ignore it and not comment because whenever I've made a big deal and told them to stop, it just happens more. And lastly, someone said, if this is the worst penis-related story your kid, is, kid has, I'd just say ignore it till it passes and tell your wife to chill because I've been a 12-year-old girl and heard way worse penis stories at school. Way worse. OP responds, I read that last line like you were the sergeant character in a war movie uh, warning new recruits. That's not relevant, but it made me laugh, so thank you. Yeah, I, it's always a thought that I've had with, with when I hear about parents and like with my parents, 
where I'm like, you do know that anything you hear your kids say, way worse shit is being said amongst mm. them and their friends. Yep. And you cannot stop that to yep. a large degree. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's a tough thing where when you make things like, don't talk about this and don't say it, it's like, yeah. then you're gonna talk about yep. it. And yeah, say. and it feels like she's really online, this girl. So she's gonna, she's, super she's Googling a lot of stuff. I can't imagine being a parent and having a kid who has a phone and can just like learn the whole world whenever they want. Literally. I'm not. Oh. Like literally be like, how do you make a penis smaller? And you know what I mean? Like, or what is that? And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's wild. Small little update. Oh, uh, did they take pills for the update? Wife and I did end up agreeing to not punish her by the time daughter was dropped off. Instead, we reiterated some sex ed stuff and told her it's important to keep subject matter appropriate to the situation. Mm. She was receptive to these messages. Dad comes over for dinner almost every day and he usually shows up early. So he got here half an hour ago, daughter set up the TV and they started watching Batman on Tubi, of course. Five minutes in, dad leans over to daughter. Dad, he says the daughter's name. Yeah, grandpa, I can see Robin's penis. <laughs> Daughter and dad both lost it. I look at wife. Her face is totally blank. I can tell she's seething on the inside. She says she's going to take a bubble bath. She's still in there. I don't know if I should bring her a glass of wine to mellow her out or leave her the hell alone. Thanks, dad. That's fucking hilarious. This feels right out of an episode of Everyone Loves Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Robin's penis. <laughs> and Ray Romano goes, dad. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you. I think, honestly, after reading that little uh, thing about what happened with the grandpa, I'd be kind of pissed at the grandpa. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Don't talk about all these dicks with my 12 yeah. year old daughter. Well, yeah. it's, it's kind of like my, I've told this story before, but my oldest brother, when he was a little kid, he, he couldn't say truck. It would come out as fuck. Yeah. And my grandma just all the time would be like, what's that? Like she was just stoked about it. She was just always trying to get him to say it. Yeah, but it's yeah. like in that instance, it was like the grandpa talking about it. I'd just be like, "Yeah, let's keep it a little G-rated." Yeah, don't my talk kid. about penises. Yeah, like, don't like, talk it, about seeing someone else's. Yeah, penis. if she says it, it's funny because she doesn't really understand the weight of what she's talking about. But when you say it, it's like, "Yeah, don't talk to a twelve-year-old about this." I get that. I get that. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. And I simultaneously feel like we are so weird about talking about anything sexually related mm -hmm. to uh, parents talking to their kids about anything. And we're, we're so like weird about it. Yeah. But there's also the other side of like, yeah, but also that's kind of weird to yeah. like, be pointing out like, cause if it would, I think it would come across different. Um, I mean, it is inappropriate in that context, but if the grandpa was talking about women on, yeah. that he was seeing on, on the TV screen, it's like, that's right. That's weird. Next story. Am I the asshole for not having much of a reaction to my daughter coming out and introducing us to her partner? Okay, here we go. My daughter is 23 and she requested to have dinner with my wife and I because she had something important to tell us. She came out and introduced us to her partner. My wife was emotional, gave her a big hug and told her how proud she was. I, on the other hand, did not react to her coming out. I honestly don't care about that part. I was honest and said her partner was cool and that she was very interesting. My wife told me I was rude for ignoring our daughter's announcement. I told my wife that I did not care who she was attracted to at all. All I cared about was if she was happy. I tried to explain I did not care about that stuff. People like, uh, people like who they like, and I don't need labels for that. Love is love. She said my view is slightly homophobic because it shows I am not acknowledging a different view. I do not see it that way. Huh? But am I the asshole? Should I apologize to my daughter and her partner? 
Edit, for added context, I did not treat her situation as any different from her brother's. I took the time to get to know the person they were each with. My wife feels I should have treated it differently because they are different situations, and ignoring that fact does not help. There's a little update here. Thanks for the input. Everyone is right. I should have just asked my daughter. I will see if she is free tomorrow for some coffee and have a chat with her. I am sure my wife's words just got to me, but only one way to find out, right? Thanks again. Okay, so it, it's his wife who is saying all this stuff. The daughter, we don't even know yeah, what the daughter's we don't know her POV. is. Yeah. She could be totally chill with it, but um, the his wife is calling him homophobic for yeah. having the same, re according to him, having the same reaction to this as he did with his other uh, children yeah. who brought their yeah. partners around. Did she expect him to like go get rainbow socks for her and like get I, some there's no rainbow socks and stuff? We've brought up rainbow socks before. That. Woo! Yeah. It's Woo! like it seems that's it seems that's the mom's interpretation. Yeah. Cool. And he's just having a very he sounds like a lot of dads I know, which are just like, okay. Okay. Great. Sounds like she's homophobic, actually. To be honest, it feels like, yeah. It feels I agree. It feels like two, two Really. Older people trying to outwoke each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, e either he's being like super dad about it and just like not making a big deal out of anything, mm -hmm. or he's trying to be super woke and be like, if I make a deal out of that, that makes you different, and you are just like everyone. And, and in my opinion, that's the take. That is the take. That's the take. But he is maybe doing it a little too far to be like well, he's right. Just like, he's like okay. I will not acknowledge anything different. What you should acknowledge is like, thank you for coming yes. out to us and trusting us. We love yes. you. Great. But like making a whole ordeal out of it, I'd be like, yeah. do you actually mean this? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm assuming this is just how he's like all the time. Right. Because um, I, 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 what I would say is what I can see from like the daughter's perspective is when you just don't give much of a response, you then are going, well, what, what are you actually thinking? Right. But if he's saying, this is how I responded to the other kids, and that if that's correct, then I don't see anything wrong with that. Then that's his right. genuine yeah. reaction. And I, I do think it's weird that the wife says, like, well, this is a different situation. It's like, I'm like, no. It shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it seems like she's trying to be like, well, I'm so scared to be homophobic in this situation that I'm actually going to call that out as homophobia. Where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Like, I, I think she's, they're both just, I think, uh, freaking out a little. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not. I but. think the thing uh, that if I was in his situation that I would acknowledge is just like, oh, you were, you were, you felt you had to keep this secret. I or or you. Right. I'm so glad you get to just be open and honest about it. And I hope you know, like I, I, I don't think anything of it. Like I think the same yeah. as, as the other situations, uh, with with your other siblings. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, it's all good. Hey, the takeaway is neither of them care. So that's a win. That's so that's great. a win. Honestly. Right. Yeah. I almost wonder if she held off on talking to them about this because she was like, are they going to try to outwoke each other? Oh, God. <laughs> are they going to have a thing because of this? Whatever. And it's, I don't think so, but yeah. it's a funny thought. That's, yeah. I feel like maybe the mom was so scared that it could go wrong that she might have projected it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or she was like reading her husband too harshly and she was like, Smile, honey. Um, some comments here. Not the asshole. I'm a lesbian. When I came out to my parents, they basically reacted with, that's nice, dear. My sexuality didn't change my relationship with them. In my opinion, that's how it should be. OP responded, uh, that is a good way of putting it. That was my reaction. That's nice, dear. 
Uh, someone else <laughs> said, it's the ideal we're striving for, but the situation we're living in right now is hostile towards queer identity still. So they're not the same. It takes no courage to be publicly straight anywhere. Part of how we get to that ideal is to encourage and show loud support for people who have the courage to live as themselves in a society that's trying to criminalize their existence. That being said, I don't think OP is an asshole in this situation either. And lastly, someone said, when I told my dad I liked girls, he said, me too. <laughs> OP uh, responded, good response. And had she told us when she was younger, I probably would have said the same. Wife probably would have smacked me upside my head. Um, yeah, I think those are all valid points. Yeah. I mean, but uh, I, I wonder if at the end of the day, the daughter just fully knows her parents and knew this reaction was coming. Yeah. And at the um, end of the day, it's like the most important part is her and them checking in with her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Update. Since it always bothered me when people would ghost on threads without giving updates, uh, here it is. I did not have much time with my daughter. She had a prior engagement, but we had some coffee. We spoke about the evening as I suspected she did not have an issue with it. And she also felt it was self-explanatory when she introduced her girlfriend. She corrected me since I referred to her as a partner, but they view each other as girlfriend and girlfriend. The coming out was more so her girlfriend's idea. My daughter said she was going to reach out because while she had no issues with my reactions, her girlfriend thought it was weird how I kind of brushed off the response and treated the situation as if they were a straight couple. My daughter did try to explain that it is just the person I am explained how she preferred my non-reaction versus making it a big deal. She told the story of how she came to me first when she had her first period because she knew my wife would make a huge fuss over simple biology. You fucking called it. I told her I made an Am I the Asshole post and we laughed over some of the comments. We are going to arrange another date and this time we will have a more special event for the sake of her girlfriend since she did feel slightly offended by being treated as if they were a straight couple. My daughter had no issues overall but I will correct the course. She was slightly disappointed I did not make a dad joke about her coming out. I did express that my love for her would never change, and I told her I hoped she did not wait uh, so long because she thought I would think differently. She just told me I never told you because it was not important to her. She knew I would not care either way. I doubt I will add more updates after this, but I might check in every so often. I do appreciate all the varied uh, viewpoints, and please understand it was not my intention to marginalize the hardships of LGBTQA+. Uh, face in this world. I know it, it may be a selfish and self-centered view, but I simply treat others how I wish and want to be treated. I do hope everyone has a wonderful week. Look, I'll say for a guy, I'm assuming with a 23-year-old daughter, he's at least in his 50s. This guy rules. The bar is low. Yeah. Also, <laughs> what a Reddit family. They have experiences before of him posting on Reddit about her and his reaction? Oh, well, no, I think he's telling her that he posted uh, on Reddit for this about situation. This oh, not copy, for the copy, period. Copy. Okay, not for mind. the period. Um, that is fascinating that she went to him. Is, I, I, I don't have sisters or anything, yeah. so I don't have, I don't know what the... Well, that just shows that mo mommy makes a big deal about stuff. She is, and it's like huge reaction. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want to do that. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes a huge <laughs> yeah. positive reaction is like... Oh it's still a huge reaction, and sometimes you don't want anything yeah. from Yeah. I love modern coming out stories. Yeah. Because it's always just like, all right. And they're like, well, that, like, that yeah. could have been more yeah. fun. It's like, where I was like, they're going to kick me out and I'll be hopeless. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, uh, yeah, I just love it. I love it. So, yeah. so good. No, I mean, truly, like, it's, it's, it's fun. This is another sitcom family. Yeah. Yes. Keep having sitcom families and in here. I, when we opened and we went, 
I didn't even think we'd have yeah. so much sitcom. <laughs> like you're, 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 this is the guy that's like, it's like, Dad, I'm gay. That's great. Uh, the lawn needs to get mowed. Yeah, and, right. Uh, so I don't care. That's yeah. literally how my dad. <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> people accepting two. people. It's pretty pretty awesome. Wow. Here we go. Next story. This comes from Tales from Your Server. So yes. let's see how this is wholesome. Here we go. Awesome new manager breaks cycle with homeless guy outside. Okay. My old manager was a real working for the weekend type and never went out of their way for us or the customers no matter what. We had a homeless guy who camped out in our back alley because a lot of heat comes off a vent back there. One of the most difficult things about her was that she'd always make us toss him out because he was visible to customers from the main entrance. She's gone and we have a new manager now. Her first week, one of the employees said, hey, that guy's back. And the new manager said, is this guy here often? And we told her the whole story. She asked what our interactions with him had been like, and we told her perfectly pleasant considering the circumstances. She walks out, shakes the guy's hand, and offers him a dishwashing job on a trial basis. She had one of the busboys help him get cleaned up and put him right to work. He knocked it out of the park, made good honest money, and got staff dinner. She told him he was welcome to come back to work any night of the week, and if he was consistent, she'd see about getting him hired. That was two weeks ago, and he started on a permanent basis today. Uh, and an edit to add, I can't believe how this post is blown up. I just showed it to him, and he was honestly a bit freaked out by the whole thing, but touched by the incredible support and personal stories people shared. Now that he has a job, he's been able to move back in with his brother and is saving up all the money he makes here. He's a month clean and says things are going better now than they have been in a long time. He says thanks again. Damn. I'm getting full body chills. That is the sweetest story I've ever heard. That might be my favorite story I've ever heard on this show. Same. That's what you're supposed to do. I know. Oh. I love this. What? <laughs> How sweet. And then she showed in the post. I know. Why are you guys looking at me? I, 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 I just I, love how you're looking. There's know, nothing yeah, to yeah. say. Yeah, I know. Wow. This is it's even amazing. better than WAP pizza, or whatever. What? Yeah, the the mom. There's a mom who, that offered her kid pizza and she was dancing and she said wet ass pizza. Yeah, it's oh a good one. God. It's a good one. But this uh, is this is a legend. This is a this is for sure a legend. This, this new is manager. a legend. Good they for everyone. Solved in that story. The, solved it so fast. You it's know. Amazing. Um, uh, comments. This is beautiful. I was homeless a few years ago and I got back on my feet because someone took a chance with me and I am eternally gr grateful. Someone else said, it will be interesting to see if he becomes an employee and gets himself back into housing. Your new manager sounds like a terrific person to uh, even have thought to offer him work. OP responds, uh, she's a real class act, perfect balance of optimist and hard ass. She believes anyone is capable of ex excellence regardless of who they are. So she gives everyone equal opportunities to advance but holds everyone to the same high standard. That's awesome. Really great working environment. That sounds like the perfect manager. Oh, like where's uh, this those food are rare. service job? What? I was like, where's this? Where's this food service job? Now? Yeah. Talk about because awesome. another another low bar is managers. Right. And I feel like <laughs> this manager yeah. they exceeds really it by a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, that I don't know what else to me say up. about that. that I literally, cool. yeah, I'm at a loss. Yeah, it makes me feel full like a Thanksgiving dinner. I know. Truly, it's just so filling and beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Here's our next story. This one's an uh, uh, an old one. It's from oh. 2015. It's from the 1600s. It's from, <laughs> they had read it. My squire and I had a wonderful time. <laughs> I pissed my pants and was excommunicated from the church. <laughs> <laughs> 
Today I fucked up by throwing my steak out a window. <laughs> Unless this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated to me many times just how important it was to make a good impression. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I will always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. Soon, she brought out the main course, a nice big juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked this steak was. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. Claim veganism? No, I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third story apartment, I, a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. Here's the big time fuck up. The window wasn't open. <laughs> Her windows are just that clean! It was the cleanest freaking window you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> that is, until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphed into more of a, there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me, expression of demonic anger. My wife's boss heard the thud of the steak on window impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the steak sitting on the windowsill, the bloody trail, my empty plate, and then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. It felt like minutes of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, I, I'm so sorry, I, I'm such a klutz. I don't know, I was just cutting it and it, it, it slipped. Just ask my wife. I realize I am a klutz, right honey? No help coming from that direction. I will clean this up, I can't believe this, I'm so sorry, etc., etc. Both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin as I smeared the blood around the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation. <laughs> I knew no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody raw steak. <laughs> I remained pretty quiet the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident are, I'm fine. No, oh. she's not fine. No okay. one in the world could be fine. Uh, is this a prank? Is every Reddit story an episode of Everyone Loves Raymond? I was about to say, this is a Seinfeld this episode. Is what? I mean, look, I, there's always the possibility that they're fake. Always. But. It's, he, not, it's just so I, funny. He ate the window steak? He ate the window steak. And then just like a silly mad wife, she went, I'm fine. Is this guy Peter Griffin? Yeah. Comments, you should have grilled the steak under the pretense that you were killing off any germs it might have picked up on the floor. So OP responded, damn it, that's a good idea. Uh, someone else said, all you had to do was ask if she could cook it for a little longer. There's nothing wrong with that at all. 
But hey, look on the bright side. You'll have a funny story to tell all your friends for years to come. Lastly, someone said, sir, you need to update your version of Windows. How many likes does that comment have? I don't know. What would you do in this situation? Uh, not throw my steak out a window. I would never throw the I steak. I think I would piss my pants if, if, if I saw someone chuck a steak when the cook left the room. I think I would laugh so hard I'd die. It was, it was yeah. poor planning because if she came back and his entire steak was fully gone, he's like, it's like, and he's like, mm, what a delightful steak. It's like, that's man, also insane. You ate that so fast, <laughs> the man. The instinct to grab it and freeze me and out of there is wild. I went into the story thinking he was gonna throw it out of a car. Yeah, I me too. So too. I thought he was driving and he was like, this is bad. And then it would like hit someone. Bonk. Oh my gosh, what would you guys do? That is crazy. I'd eat I'd... the steak. I, 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 but I also, I, I like medium rare, so I could probably yeah. handle, if a steak was super rare, I'd just be like, all right. I feel like I'm a master at cutting around, moving around, and making it look like I made a dent, but I yeah, don't eat much of it. I don't really care about steak. I think it's good. I don't. I'm not. There's people who eat steak and they're like, mm, they're nom, like, nom, for nom. your birthday, we're gonna bring you a steak dinner. Right. So I'd probably just, I probably wouldn't have gotten into that situation. I'd be like, I actually don't want a steak. Oh, well, you wouldn't have even asked for it on the plate. Yeah. Okay. Or I would have been like, I can't eat this. It's yeah. gross. Please cook. Have you ever been in a situation where, where people served you food that you don't like? Yeah, and I'm yeah. really good at like moving it yeah, around right. and <gasps> mm -hmm. putting in, putting some on the fork. And mm -hmm. I, I think the idea of like trying to get rid of it is so that's scary. Insane. No, that's some Mr. Bean shit. Yeah, like just for to see that person come in and see you getting rid of it. Actually, I think this is a Mr. Beans. There is a that skit is. where he gets a bunch of like raw meat that he won't eat, and so he's hiding it throughout the whole place. And then they slowly discover it, and every time they discover like a new piece of meat, like in a napkin stuff, he's just he's just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like he's it's it's fucking hilarious. This is so funny. There's a Seinfeld episode where he's, he, he there's like a like a steak thing, and he like puts the napkins because he doesn't want to eat it, and he just has them like in a jacket. And then Elaine borrows the jacket and the meat's yes, in there and dogs yes. are chasing her. Dogs opposite. are chasing her. Yes, and, the, and the, the tag is her going down the street, right? Yeah, yeah. And all these dogs are chasing her. Wow, classic. classic. I think this is so freaking Don't funny. try to hide your meat. I'm gonna start uh, throwing my meat at windows. Small little update. Just <gasps> got the first communication from my wife since I'm fine. She is at work, the text said, good news, boss's name, and I just had a good laugh over how much of a fucking idiot you are. I hope you know you will never live this down. Love you, you moron. Uh, That's good. I Cute. want a divorce. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> update, update. We're divorced. Update, update. Uh, I forgot that this woman was the boss. Is the yeah. boss. I would be mortified if I was his wife. Yeah. Cooking steak for for guests. That's a tough it's thing an ordeal. to do. That's yeah. a that's a bold move. Honestly, good for him. He just bonded those two people now. Yeah, it's true. The wife and the boss. They have a common enemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his brain. Here's our last story. Am I the asshole for not wanting my fiance to dance to a love song dedicated to her late fiance at our wedding? Before we met, my fiance Kayla was engaged to a man she had dated for three years who died in a traffic accident. I had never dated a woman who had had that kind of loss before, so I've been learning as I go, but I've tried to respect that he will always be a part of her story. I accepted her relationship with her late fiance's parents with open arms. They stayed very close, and by the time we started dating, they were basically like a second set of parents to her. 
Kayla's real parents and her late fiance's parents are all amazing people. So I consider myself pretty lucky to have two sets of great in-laws. Our wedding is coming up in May, and Kayla told me that after her father-daughter dance, she would like to have a second dance with her late fiancé's father to the song Vanilla Twilight. She asked me if I was comfortable with that, and since I didn't want to be that guy uh, and say no, I said yes. But really, it makes me uncomfortable that she would be dancing to a love song dedicated to another man at our wedding. I am happy to make space in our lives for his memory. We have a photo of him on our mantle at home, and we make it a point to commemorate his birthday and the anniversary of his death. I feel like I am understanding and supportive when she has bad days and am 100% fine with having his parents at the wedding because, like I said, we are all, all a family. But I also feel like our wedding is one day. That should be all about our relationship. Mm -hmm. Am I the jerk if I ask her to reconsider this dance? What are the best compromises here? That's, that's heavy. Yeah. That's real heavy. Um, yeah. I, I, I'll say I think what he's doing is really hard to champion yeah. for yourself in a space that is not that it's about it's not about you in that story in that time of his, her life mm -hmm. but his wedding is also about him that's hard yeah. that's really it's hard. hard it's a difficult it's so tough and yeah. grief is as we see from these stories like grief is just so different every yeah. in every situation so how people go about it is so different. Yeah, because also if you don't speak up, he could be, you don't want someone just like not being fully honest in your relationship if something right. makes you uncomfortable. That lack of communication can build resentment. Uh -huh. And then five years down the line, suddenly there's mm -hmm. no respect. Yeah. Weddings are also like weddings, you know? Yeah. You know they're, they're like all, a big... Weddings are so weddings. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the verdict was not the asshole. Comments here. Not the asshole. You might want to honestly ask her to sit down and reconsider if she is ready to be married to someone else, though. She still sounds very much invested in this other man, whether he is alive or not, and she just doesn't sound ready to commit to another person. Ask her if she is truly ready to commit or she is just honestly doing it because she thinks she, she should or it will help her move on. OP responded, I guess it sounds like he is constantly on her mind because I only wrote two paragraphs that were wholly focused on this issue, but it has been about seven years since he died, and I think she has processed her grief in a healthy way and doesn't dwell on it. We have our own inside jokes and our hobbies and our own hobbies and experiences that are unique to us. I can truly say I'm marrying my favorite person in the world. We are each other's absolute best friend. I don't have any illusions that our life together will entail her forgetting about her late fiance, nor would I want that. Two anniversaries a year and a photo really don't represent a significant portion of her thoughts and feelings. Yeah, you know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, I think it is it is tough as this comment like clearly demonstrates. Um, we have so little to work off of yeah. that it's right. hard to know like the real situation with their relationship. But the good news is we have an update. Hey, I love that. <laughs> I want stuff that says update. <laughs> like a hat. And I want you to be like, <laughs> or a shirt or something. Yeah. Merch. Two months ago, I married the love of my life. I was thinking about this thread the other day, how it went, and where my head was at when I made it, and I thought you guys might like an update. A little anticlimactically, the thing I was stressing about was a bit of a miscommunication, which probably happens a lot here. Kayla wanted to dance with her late fiancés, I'll go ahead and just call him Luke from now on, uh, father at our wedding, and Vanilla Twilight was an example of a song along the lines of what she wanted, 
not the set in stone top choice like I had thought. Mm. I, and a lot of other commenters in the original thread, spent a lot of time overanalyzing the lyrics to that song, looking for hidden meaning in every word. It turns out she hadn't put much more thought into the suggestion than, this is a kind of sad song that I like. We got together that night, and she had made several playlists of possible first dance songs for us, songs for when she walks down the aisle, music to play at the reception, and song choices for her dance with Luke's father. We spent hours listening to them all and talking about the wedding. We even made a tournament-style bracket for our first dance song in her journal and put songs head-to-head -head against each other until the victor emerged. And at the end, we talked about the wedding, our relationship, Luke and their relationship, and grief. We talked about what it was like when she, when she lost him and what it was like for me when I lost my mom at a young age, what a family is, and all the things we're hopeful for in the future. We stayed up until 3 in the morning just talking and planning and laughing and crying a little, and I'm so glad for it. After getting bombarded by dozens of different opinions from dozens of different people earlier that day, I had been worried that I was going to have a conflict with my fiancé shortly before our wedding, but there was no conflict, just pure memory. After that night, I started putting in more effort to be involved with the wedding planning process. I actually asked for things I wanted, which Kayla actually really appreciated. We also took a long week weekend a couple of weeks before the wedding to go on a camping trip together, just the two of us, which I mm -hmm. highly recommend to anyone who is getting married. Overall, there was a complete flip in my feelings leading up to the wedding, from being somewhat insecure and excited but nervous, to being completely at ease, excited, and feeling stronger in my relationship mm -hmm. than ever. The wedding day itself was really wonderful and worth the wait. Kayla and Luke's father had their dance to lean on me, and I also had a dance with Kayla's mom, and it was very emotional in a good way. I really felt that the day was a celebration for our love. I was genuinely happy that Luke's parents were there to celebrate along with us, because they are very much members of our family, and I wish I had the space to describe all the ways they've been there for us through the years. My amazing wife is who she is because of all the experiences that, has, that she has had in her life. I don't want to be the kind of man who asks her to pretend that she has never loved me, loved b before me, or pretend that her grief should be over forever now that she has me. I just want to say how glad I am that we shared that night together and that the wedding was nothing but love and celebration. I never thought I could be so happy. Damn. Uh oh. <gasps> we're, we're both. <laughs> I'm like, they're ready. Yeah. They're sitting. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. It's so sweet. <laughs> that is the sweetest. <laughs> it's it's like next level. <laughs> oh, us. <laughs> Both like, but we're crying. <laughs> oh my gosh. What I also love about this that I was going to say before is that like, he didn't make any assumptions about how she feels. And I feel like on this we see this a lot where it's like someone goes, this is how I feel. I feel, I feel threatened by this. It must mean that she's not over it and it must mean that right. she's not into me or it must mean this. And he didn't put any words in her mouth or tell her how she feels at all. Mm -hmm. He just was like, this is how I feel based off of her behavior. So I'm gonna take a moment to check back in. And that is maturity. Yes yeah. it is. It's awesome. Oh. Yeah, the, this is emotional intelligence on the max level. There's one comment here, and it is uh, not of that caliber. Okay, because um, it's Reddit. <laughs> yeah, yes. and we're back. And we're back to Reddit stories. Someone commented, I mean, if Luke hadn't passed away, your wife would be with him. Uh, OP responds to this. This line of thinking has never bothered me because it can be applied to so many other situations. All of life is millions of branching paths of choices that we do and do not make. 
it doesn't bother me to think that my wife would be with Luke if he hadn't died because, well, he has died, so that is not the situation. And it is only because that happened that my wife became the person I fell in love with. I have an ex-partner who I was very much in love with years ago, but we split up due to circumstances beyond either of our control. If that hadn't happened, then there's a good chance I would be married to her instead. But that's not the situation. That doesn't diminish the love that I have for my wife. And my wife having lost someone very dear to her doesn't diminish the love she has for me. Me and who? That guy makes that comment like, well, you know, your wife would probably be with him. And I see the clouds parting in him with like a golden aura around him like, like yes, but. <laughs> As OP, I'll say this. <laughs> wow, this guy's incredible. This guy's incredible. Good for Kayla. All these families are incredible. Everyone here is good people. <laughs> I'd say so. I'd I, say I think that story. just about sums it all up. Yeah. yeah. Let's cuddle up, folks. <laughs> I cried on set today. Me too. <laughs> all of these stories were truly so wholesome. Uh, it's We've really been all over the place, from pissing yourself to throwing a stake out, yeah. or attempting to throw a stake out a window, to the most uh, emotionally mature response and e assessment ever. I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, just we, We've been on a journey today. Truly. It's just, it's, uh, uh, there's just... There's such humanity in these. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's like, you know, f like not forgiveness, but there's just like understanding and like humbling nice things. I'm trying to know. think of like, the, I think the main difference between wholesome stories like this and the average stories that we have where things are messy and mm -hmm. stuff, it's just depth. It's people who are willing to like kind of seek more layers. Yeah, um, and I'd say it's pausing. Like, I feel like it's taking a breath before going off of an assumption. Like, mm -hmm. like that, uh, the two parents and the daughter, where it's like, I'm gonna take a second, and I'm gonna wait till she has a free moment tomorrow, we're gonna have coffee, and we're gonna talk about it. Right. Instead of being like, A to C, B to C, uh, one to two, two to 10, you know, like you're and going like so fast. Yeah. And yeah. letting things just go fast. Do you think when he got the steak back, he tried to cut it again, but was like, to like justify maybe, how maybe, he yeah, yeah really held on to it like grabbed it with <laughs> one bare hand and then he's like do you think she rinsed it off because it surely fell on the ground after hitting the window rinsed it off oh. I just and then and there's no version it? where it's good now no either you rinse it off sink or you're just picking up a you've heard of a spice rub right lint, yeah 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 lint lint yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. I think in the story well, he just picked point, it up if you're that. At that point, if you're you just there, feel like you're right. I you're should eat the carpet it. steak. You just do it. <laughs> what a time. What a time. Well, thank you all for watching. I hope this warmed your heart like it warmed ours. And uh, we'll see you next Saturday for some more stories. I don't know if they'll be wholesome. Yeah. It might be messy. Not a chance. Might be back to the insanity. Steak on the window mess. That's right. Uh, have a good Saturday. Yeah, have a good Saturday, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and your host, Shane Top. <laughs> <laughs>